0: On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. She ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we do not know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went and came to the tomb they both ran, but the other disciple ran faster, and, and then Peter arrived, to, uh, uh, ran faster than Peter, and arrived at the tomb first. That other disciple, John, bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but he saw that it was an empty tomb, and he did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived, he too saw that the tomb was empty. He went into the tomb and saw that it was completely empty. All that was there were burial cloths and the cloth that covered his head, but not the burial cloths rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he too saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I would like to ask all the boys and girls to come and join me here on the steps. Come on over. Come on over and sit on the steps here. Thank you for joining me. I want you to help me with the homily. And I might ask Mr. and Mrs. Christovich to come and help me just in case we have a runner. <laughs> Sometimes this happens. Sit anywhere on the steps. There you go. Perfect. Anybody who wants. Come on up. Okay, come on in. Wow, look at all these boys and girls. You guys are dressed so wonderfully. You all are dressed for the great occasion of Easter. Come on in and have a seat. I want to ask you some questions here. Okay, so did any of you wake up to anything special this morning? Can you tell me? What did you wake up to special? The Easter bunny. The Easter bunny. What happened to the Easter bunny? He left you presents. Wonderful. How many how many people saw the or came and saw that the Easter bunny left you presents? What did you what did he leave you? What presents did he leave you? What did he leave you? Um, he the, he the peeps. peeps. Do you like peeps? Cool. Who else? What else did, what did he leave you? Uh, a, chocolate bunny. a chocolate bunny. Delicious. What did he leave you? Jelly beans. Jelly beans. What did he leave you? Uh, Chocolate eggs and Pokemon. What did he leave you? Cotton candy. Cotton candy? Wow. How about you? He left me a Nintendo Switch game. A Nintendo Switch game? Wow. <laughs> Woo! Man, how about you? Puzz pop. A what? Push, push. Puzz pop. Puzz pop? Yep. Push pop. Push pop. I have no idea what that is. It's a candy, okay. Yes, Sour Patch Kids, okay. Uh, now after this mass, I don't know if you heard, but there's an Easter egg hunt uh, right outside. So, so all you have to do is behave fairly well at mass. Uh, and that's gonna be a little hard because you're hopped up on chocolate right now. But do your best to behave really well at Mass and you get to have an Easter egg hunt. Does does anybody know, this is kind of a tough question. Maybe one of the big kids might know. Does anybody know how is uh, an egg a symbol of Easter, a symbol of the resurrection in particular? Do you know? That's exactly right. The egg... Inside of an egg, if you went to, not to your refrigerator, but if you went to a farm where there were chickens, an egg would contain a little baby chicken. And that's where baby chickens come from. They come from the egg. In fact, all living beings come from eggs. You and I came from eggs too. It's a little complicated. I'll leave your mom and dad to explain it. (laughs) But all living beings come from eggs and therefore the egg the reason why we have easter eggs is it's a symbol of the resurrection it's a symbol of new life that jesus brought new life now i wonder what would be a great thing if you found well, if you go to the easter egg hunt at the mass and what and you what would be a great thing that for you to find in the egg what would be a good thing for you to find in an egg Candy, that's right. Yeah, you might, you might find some nice candy, right? You might find good candy. What else? Um, you might find toys. Yeah, you might find toys. There's, here's a little, a little rubby ducky there. That's pretty cool, right? Uh, and here's a little slinky with the Easter bunny on it. That's cool, right? Now, what would be the best thing for you to find in, in one of the eggs? What would be the best thing for you to find in one of the eggs? Anybody who hasn't answered? You haven't answered yet. What do you think? What would be the best thing? Um, having candy. Ha- having candy. Man, you're speaking my language. I love candy too. Now there's all of this uh, wonderful, you can sometimes you, you can listen to it. You hear it in the microphone there? And there's all these wonderful, wonderful things in there that you're going to find when you, when you go hunting. Oh, let's see what's in that one. Can you grab it for me? Let's open it up and see. This one has, each of them have different surprise. Here's a little piece of candy. And here's, oh, look at this. It's a little cow. It's a little cow. Isn't that cool? Now, look, I'm going to show you this here is the best Easter egg. It's the best Easter egg. And I know you're wondering what's inside, but I'm not going to tell you, at least not for a moment. First, I want to see how you did in listening to the gospel story today. Who can tell me what happened in the gospel story when I read the story up above? What happened in the gospel story Right, the disciples went to Jesus' tomb. John and Peter, they went to Jesus' tomb and they found an empty tomb. And they were happy that they found an empty tomb. Why would they be happy to find an empty tomb? Exactly, the empty tomb showed that Jesus was alive. Because you put uh, dead bodies in a tomb. You put someone who's died, you put them in a tomb. And so they put Jesus, after he died, they put him in a tomb. But then they went to the empty tomb, and they they went to the tomb, and they found that it was empty. And they knew that Jesus was doing something new, something exciting, that he had risen from the dead. So it was the empty tomb, the empty tomb that that. Tipped them off that was and uh, that showed them that Jesus was alive. Now I had an extraordinarily unsuccessful career as a magician, but I'm going to try this anyway. Okay, I'm going to try this little magic trick. So you're going to have to watch me. This is this is I told you it was the best egg, right? So we're wondering, you hear that? Hear that? What's inside? We're wondering what's inside, right? So let's pretend. Remember, we said that this is a symbol of the resurrection. So on Good Friday, they put Jesus in the tomb. Can you hear him in the tomb? Hear it rattling? Jesus is in the tomb. Holy Saturday, Jesus is in the tomb, right? You hear it rattling? Easter Sunday. What? Do you hear anything? What? What? Jesus is gone from the tomb. Whoa! There's nothing there. Jesus is gone from the tomb. Now, why would I say that the best Easter egg is the one that's empty? Why would I say that the best Easter egg is the one that's empty? Yes. Right. When you have an empty Easter egg, as soon as you get your Easter egg gobble up all the candy as fast as you can before mom can stop you and then and then after that look at the empty easter egg and remember what i said that the empty easter egg represents the empty tomb that jesus is in the empty tomb now listen let me ask you something would you rather have a candy in your hand or nothing in your hand a candy in your hand or nothing in your hand a candy, right. And would you rather have a toy in your hand or nothing in your hand? Would you rather have a toy in your hand or nothing in your hand? Toy. What? Toy. Toy, of course. That's exactly right. So it seems like to have something is better than to have nothing. But you know what? That's not always true. Sometimes an empty thing is a good thing. And let me tell you a story about lonely Lucy. Lucy. Lonely Lucy was a little girl, and she didn't have any friends, so she was really lonely. And so Mom and Dad said, hey, we're going to take a trip to Disney World. And she was all excited about this trip to Disney World. But then at the last minute, they had to cancel the trip, and she couldn't go to Disney World. And so her whole week was going to be empty. Now remember, I said sometimes an empty thing is better than a full thing. Her week was empty. And you know what happened? One of of the girls at school had a big pool party and all of the kids came. And she got to go to the pool party precisely because she didn't go to Disney World. And when she went to the pool party, she made a bunch of friends. And she had friends for all the rest of the year. So she wasn't lonely Lucy anymore. Here's the point of the story. Sometimes when you have nothing That's a good thing. Sometimes just like Peter and and John finding emptiness and empty space, sometimes it means that Jesus is gonna do something new, something new for you. So sometimes you'll ask mom and dad for a toy and mom and dad will say no, and you'll have nothing. But you'll get some sort of newness from Jesus if you look hard for it. Sometimes you'll ask for a toy and mom and dad will have to tell you no. But that emptiness will create a space for Jesus to come in and bring something new. So sometimes the empty thing is the holy thing. The next time you have an empty thing, you don't have a toy, you don't have a candy, you and your mom and dad can look and see if you can find Jesus' presence somewhere right smack in that emptiness. Thank you so much for working with me today. You can go back to mom and dad now. Now, remember, we have a a pink sweatshirt here. And we thank, let's thank our ushers, our bouncers here. Now you all may think that that message was just for kids, but it's just as much for you as well. There's a Japanese haiku, a famous Japanese haiku, and it says this, my born having burned to the ground, I can now see the moon. My born having burned to the ground, I can now see the moon. You know, The first indication of the risen Jesus, the first indication was not the presence of Jesus. It was an empty space. An empty space was the first indication that Jesus was up to something new. I went to the holiest place in the Christian world, the the church of the holy sepulcher where the empty tomb is, and I spent the night in the church of the Holy Sepulchre, I spent the night with this empty tomb, and in the middle of the night, something struck me that just amazed me and amazes me to this day, that we Christians, our holiest sight, we are reverencing not something there, but something missing. We're reverencing an empty space. Now listen, I hope this year that you found the risen Christ In a new relationship, a new member of the family, or a new friendship. I hope you found the risen Christ in a new relationship. I hope you found the risen Christ in some dream that was fulfilled of yours. I hope you found the risen Christ in in an unexpected gift this year. But I know, because I'm your pastor, that some of you have had a year of emptiness, that some of you are coming to Easter with an empty space. Some of you have lost a loved one and there's a, a hole, an empty space in your heart. Some of you have lost a friend. Some of you some of you have lost a dream, some dream that you had that you know is not going to be a reality ever and you've had to let it go and there's an empty space there. And some of you, some of you. Have had a gift that seemed to have gone away. And I ask you to remember that Peter and John first knew that Christ had risen when they saw that empty space. The gospel ends by saying that Peter and John saw and believed, but they went away confused. Our empty spaces leave us confused. But if you have the hope and the faith of the resurrection, you will find the risen Christ, not only in the presence of Christ where you find him, but even in the absences of your life.